Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Being Human is Weird. We are very excited to talk with you today and to share how we met in real life. Oh, my God. It can be really hard to make friends as an adult. Would you agree? (laughs) I had to get hired at a job and get paid to make friends virtually. Yes. And you know what? I think it's kind of been hard for me anyway. Not to make surface level friends, but people that you're comfortable enough with to continue a connection beyond, hey, how are you? You want to grab dinner type of thing. Finding your people, finding Mm -hmm. your crew and what that means who you can actually be comfortable with, who you can share opinions with and not feel judged or get into an argument over a discussion maybe, but like we have very respectful friends <laughs> when mm-hmm. you say that. Yes. It's we unbelievable. Do, <laughs> we don't, don't know that those agree. people exist. Yeah. Right. And we can have these open conversations and Vegas was just so nice to have all four and sometimes five of us in one place that we just were like, yes, this is a safe circle for us, which is hard to find as an adult finding those people. Mm -hmm. And I do want to share right off the bat. Yes, we're talking about connections and finding your crew in this episode, But the U.S. Surgeon General just announced this week, I believe, that we have what they are calling a loneliness epidemic. A lot of this might stem from the COVID pandemic, but I think it's also been in the making for a while now. And basically what the Surgeon General is saying is that a lack of connection can increase risk of premature death to levels that compare to smoking 15 cigarettes a day. Loneliness can equal smoking 15 cigarettes a day in terms of the risk factors. That's crazy. Just sitting here shaking my head. My headset's about to fall off. But if you think about the feeling of loneliness, is there anything, (laughs) this is very redundant, but is there anything more isolating or more depressing to feel? It makes sense to me. Oh, absolutely. Psychologically, we are built to be social beings. We are built for connection. And when we cut that off, either through mandatory quarantines or through maybe you're just going through a rough time and having trouble getting out of the house and seeing human beings in person, because I've been there too, Mm -hmm. but it tends to just get worse and worse. And how can you break out of that? And like Abby said, we were fortunate enough to be hired (laughs) with a group of friends. Um, Otherwise, I don't know that I have a lot of great suggestions on meeting friends as an adult. No. And this reminded me of a conversation that I had with my now ex-partner when I was moving to Detroit. And he was positive about it because he had a lot of friends in that area and I had a couple but he's like it'll be great you can go out you can meet friends or you can meet people through my work and I'm like I don't want more friends I have friends here I have friends you know whatever and it was before you and I had met I didn't want to make friends I was being really just kind of having a pity party for myself so you're right I don't have suggestions on how to do it but it's also like you said As I get older, I get more picky about Mm -hmm. what and who I spend energy on. And if 
we just don't match up if we don't click. It doesn't mean that I hate that person or wish them ill will. I just don't choose to spend my energy on something that does feel, like you said earlier, very surface level. Anyway, let's start talking about it and stop complaining about it. Okay, sounds great. (laughs) Friendship is great. Well, let's back up a little bit and talk about how we met in real life and screamed for about 10 minutes straight without speaking, just (laughs) and hugging and crying and screaming some more. Oh, my body is reliving it right now. I have See you goosebumps and I'm like getting emotional. It was like a movie. And I don't think, other than when maybe I hadn't seen somebody in a very, very long time. I don't know if this even, my dog maybe. I don't think that I've experienced that. And I walked in and I had met Fifi and Maggie previously, just very briefly. We went to dinner in October of last year. So it was good to see them again. But you guys, I saw Carrie across the room and seriously was like, I don't know if I'm peeing myself. I don't know if I'm going to throw up. I don't know if I'm going to cry. It was such a bizarre feeling. And I couldn't stop valley girling, fangirling. It was seriously just, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. (laughs) And I don't really get like that. So it was interesting. (laughs) It was like a movie. I agree. And it was odd because I hadn't met any of you in person Mm -hmm. yet. This was my first time meeting all of you, but it was structured accidentally. Thanks airlines that I got in a little after midnight, um, the night before or the morning of, I guess. And Maggie picked me up. So I met Maggie and then we immediately went to her house, went to bed, And then the next morning you and Fifi came over and it was just like, I'm waking up. I'm very exhausted. I'm also so excited to see these people that I've never seen before. And I'm, it was so surreal. Mm -hmm. It was just bizarre and beautiful. And I don't think we got over it that entire first day. We just kept saying, I can't believe we're all here. I can't believe we're doing this. I can't believe we're all in the same room together. I think we all said that about a hundred times that day. I think that we were saying it the last morning we were together. We were having coffee. Just like, I cannot believe. There are a lot of really beautiful things about it. But I think the most beautiful and the most, my most favorite was just walking into these situations and feeling like okay this these people are my home i don't typically help myself at people's house if i don't know them especially and when we went to both maggie's and fifi's i'm like oh i need to find a coffee mug so i just walked over to the cupboard like it just felt so comfortable and i think that that feeling is how you know that those are your people and i have that with a couple others It was surreal how immediately comfortable we all were. And yet it was all just so shiny and new at the same time. Like, I just want to squeeze all of you. I can't believe you're right in front of me. But also, this is the most normal thing in the world to just be sitting here and having lunch with you guys, to go on a hike with y'all, to go out and watch hunks with y'all. Maybe (laughs) that wasn't the most normal thing. (laughs) You nailed it. Because when... Fifi and I showed up to Maggie's. She had a five-star breakfast going for us, but it was like everybody just kind of hopped in. A couple of us were sitting down. A couple of us were marinating and frying mushrooms. (laughs) And (laughs) 
having coffee and it was like we got we got together two days a week every week for the last 15 years yep i read um a quote and i apologize i don't know who said it but i read this once so whoever said <laughs> it probably let us listening know. Yeah. yeah give us a shout out um <laughs> The ones who understand why you do what you do, or if they don't understand, they either ask or just accept. And either way, that's fine. And we had a few conversations over the week together where we just didn't all agree. And it was so fine. It was like, oh, you feel that way? Huh, that's not how I feel. That's interesting. Why do you feel that way? Yeah, no eggshells, no, yeah, it's just acceptance. And all of us are very different from each yes. other. I mean, yes. our crew rolling up in the strip in Vegas or Fremont Street, different personalities, different interests, different everything. And it just works. I mean, a couple times, some of us flat out said, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, there was no defensiveness, no nothing. It was, oh, tell me more. Why don't you? And then, oh, okay, yeah, I see. I could see why you say that. But there was never... The feeling of being on eggshells or the, oh, I'm going to upset somebody if I say this. It was just comfortable. Like, I'm yeah. hoping that any romantic relationship that I experience can go in that direction. So it was Data so coach. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good idea. <laughs> Maybe I'll continue doing that. <laughs> I do think it is our coach personality that comes out in those moments. But I also think that we just all clicked together and we're Mm -hmm. able to speak our mind and do our thing and not feel like eggshells like you said and not feel like they needed to babysit us or care for us like no we can dig in we can help we can help with dishes we can cook so carrie i want to circle back and touch base on how do you know that you have an authentic connection with somebody and what's the best way to nurture that When people make me feel confident in who I am and comfortable with how I just authentically show up, those tend to be my people. And whether that means we have everything in common or nothing in common or somewhere in the middle doesn't really matter so much as that feeling you get when you're with those people or around those people where you can just be your weird self. Mm -hmm. And they are also going to join you in being their weird selves. I don't want to speak for Maggie and Fifi, but I know all four of us have very different life experience in terms of how we've found friendships because my life has mostly been nomadic up until the last Mm -hmm. few years. So I would make friends for a contract or doing a certain tour and then maybe I stay in contact with them. Maybe I don't. I have certain theater friends who we aren't in contact all the time, but if I am in their city or they're near my city, we can pick right back up and it's like comfortable and great. And I know you have been mostly within one, at least region, most of your life. So you have a lot of friends and I'll let you speak to that, that you have cultivated over a longer period of time than maybe I have as an adult. So how do you feel with your experience and when you're around the people that light you up? Similar. I think the way that I'm able to think through who are my, not necessarily closest friends, but the people that I get that feeling from are the ones that I can sit in silence with comfortably show up it's like we live together 
you just hang out. Are they genuinely happy for you when something goes well, no matter how big or how small? You can tell that they genuinely give a shit when something goes well. And they're the people who, for me, I'm like, I can't wait to tell so-and-so that this happened. Yeah. And I don't typically share air quotes wins with many people, but when I do, it's, I can expect that they're going to actually be happy for me. So are they genuinely happy for me when something exciting happens? Am I happy for them? And can I sit comfortably in silence with them? Are we comfortable when we hang out? Those are what I base it off of. And an example that happened yesterday with Carrie was I got a new job and I start Monday and I was reading the email that I got from my, who I assume is going to be my new manager. And she started crying <laughs> because she was so excited for me. And then her getting teary made me get teary. And that for me is like, that's a friendship. That is what people talk about when they say, I love this person, they're meant to be in my life. Anyway, I feel very grateful. <laughs> Oh, I feel grateful. We're just both going to cry. The rest of this I don't know what my problem is. I'm like a faucet from every- ever since we left the airport and Abby and I just oh my God. both started bawling and were split up through security to which we continued to cry. I cried in the bathroom we haven't stopped crying since saturday yeah honestly i was pulling my little stupid suitcase and had a backpack on like it was my first day at school and i was just walking through the airport like (laughs) (laughs) snotting all over myself and it's funny because it wasn't even like sadness it was like oh my god i love this person and i loved this time together so much I can't believe how lucky I am. Like I wasn't, I don't mean to say I wasn't sad to leave you, but it wasn't like a melancholy. It was like, this is amazing. Yeah, I can't that believe gratitude. that I, yeah. I had this week. It was beautiful. There is a difference. Like you can tell when somebody's like, oh, that's great. I'm happy for you versus mm-hmm. like, oh my God, tell me more. This is amazing. And just helping you feel more at ease, which is so important for me as an introvert when I want to my safety is to just be quiet in groups and kind of observe until I know the lay of the land. And then I'm like, okay, this is how y'all operate. So this is where I can fit in, in this group. And it's not that way with, we'll just call it the Vegas crew. Yeah. I think that's, and, and we all do it. You know, there are some people that share news with me. If I'm not super close with them, am I happy for them? Yeah, of course. I want them to do well. I but it's not where probably I'm going to check in every three days to see how it's going. And another thing I just thought of is I have a few people that if I need more time because I fell behind on something or I, it's okay, or they're supportive of it, or they just kind of, okay, sounds good. Let me know. Instead of why are you doing that? You were supposed to be here. There's no guilt. They're supporting your lifestyle, even though it's very different from how there's my look. Yep. So I like that as well, because I do weird shit. And backing up a little bit, you're absolutely right that we all also have friendships that are important to us and maybe aren't to that level. And we can't maintain this mm-hmm. level of connection with every single person in our lives. Like it's it's just not possible. We can do our best to show up and cultivate those connections, but we can't be 
100% attentive to 100% of the people in our lives at all times. But going about finding the crew that is truly going to build you up and put you at ease with sharing vulnerabilities. If you are introverted like I am, a good place to start might be the internet. There are Mm -hmm. The internet can still be good, you guys. It doesn't feel like it most of the time, but it can be (laughs) beneficial to the world still, I think. But starting with finding a group. So an example for me would be maybe I join a plant group or a walking group and meet people that way. Yeah, I like what you're saying. And I'm thinking about who are a couple people that you admire that have similar interests and you can say you know it's going to be awkward for a little while but say hey do you want to go for a walk or do you want to grab a coffee and see if you can create a deeper connection with them and it may not work every time but go through people that you already know if you have a hard time meeting new ones that might be a friend or a family member they don't have to be similar in age or anything like that but just somebody you know, who's somebody that maybe I thought, oh, I bet they would go do this with me. Ask them because you have to step outside your comfort zone if you want to cultivate any sort of connection and you're going to have to get off your ass and do something with them, which is great and gets you from being isolated or keeps you from being isolated. I do have to share as we're discussing this, that a big lesson from Andy, Andy is so good at making internet friends. It's kind of scary. (laughs) <laughs> I know that sounds creepy because it creeps me Just out kidding. too. So Andy is obsessed with baseball. Baseball is life. And he has been a longstanding part of different internet kind of chat groups around certain teams or baseball in general. And they have since created their own Slack group, mostly because he got kicked out, but it's fine. That's another story. <laughs> This keeps getting better. I know. He's an interesting man, this this man of mine. But he has a number of friends who, like us, he's never met. They've had long years worth of internet friendship connection, and they've never met in real life. And another person, he will notice on Instagram if somebody likes the same band as him, and he has no problem just messaging them. Like, Hey, I see you like it too. And he's created several friendships this way. One with a man all the way in Halifax, Canada. And they met together at South by Southwest last year. They met in person after being Instagram friends. And like they're planning a trip to meet each other up in Canada at some point in the next year or two. Like, so that there is a way to do it regardless of where you live or your comfort level with humaning with other humans. You're right. And that changes how I'm thinking about it. Why do you have to go meet someone at a coffee shop? You can start your, we have been purely vir- virtual until a week exactly. ago. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes that's just how it is. But just to have somebody or somebody's to tell good news to, or to you're excited for them when they tell you good news or just some sort of a connection, somebody that checks in, somebody that makes you feel good about yourself, somebody you can vent to, they can vent to you, and there's no judgment. Everybody needs that. Yeah. Whether you think you do or you don't, you do. So friends, we have some news to share with you. As of next week, we will have recorded 25 episodes of Being Human is Weird, I which can't is so weird. That. Wow. <laughs> it is weird. Being human and recording podcasts are the two weirdest things. 
And with us reaching this milestone, we have decided that we're going to take the month of June off. Please don't forget about us. It's a great time to catch up on episodes or re-listen to some of your favorites. And then Abby will be back in July because I am going to be jumping across the pond, as they say. Nobody says that, but I'll be in (laughs) Europe July through September, hopefully living my best adventure life and seeing all new places and things and meeting people. And Andy and I are just excited to have that experience together. So that's where I will be, why I won't be here. And Abby, what can they expect from you in this beautiful summer series you have planned? First, can't stop. I am so excited for you guys. I'm so excited. That is going to be the greatest experience. So in the summer, (laughs) you can expect a couple things. I will wake up and go to bed crying because (laughs) Carrie won't be here. Uh, I will mention Carrie in every single episode and think about where she is and what she's doing. But also I'm anticipating having probably two episodes a month, but I'd like to have a bunch of different guests on. Things that have to do with summer. We'll talk about food. We'll talk about fitness. Still having episodes and information coming out. I think some of them may be a little bit shorter, but it'll be still health and wellness related. Maybe a little bit more loose and flexible compared to what we're doing so that when Carrie is back in the fall, we can hit the ground running and get back to normal and I will feel whole again. (laughs) This is all about me. It's going to be super fun. I am excited to be seven or eight hours different time zone, but listening when you put them out and hearing all of the different guests, I know you have some really great topics lined up and people who can speak to those topics. So if you are somebody who's all about the hot girl summer, this podcast might not be for you this yeah, summer. Please don't listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're not. High self-esteem summer. Um, oh, I like that. Self-esteem summer series. Yay. Yay. Enjoy next week's final episode for what we are calling season one. Take June, catch up on all of your favorite, and then look for Abby's exciting self-esteem summer series. We'll also have a where in the world is Carrie San Diego and have our Instagram on hand. That's probably going to be the best way this summer, I would say, to keep up with what's going on. If you are with us and believing being human is weird, then like, subscribe, share, all of those things that the kids are doing. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at beinghumanisweird. That's where we're going to be sharing resources, inspiration, and news about our podcast. And we would love to hear from you. So slide right into our DMs with questions, comments, and what you'd like to hear more of. And thank you so much for listening, weirdos. 